0: Hello again everyone and welcome back to a special sponsored episode of the auto remarketing podcast i'm your host nick Sulovich part of the team at cherokee media group and senior editor of auto fin journal and subprime auto finance news for this special sponsored episode of the podcast pleased to welcome bryce engler who is the chief executive officer of trade pending Bryce, thank you so much for making time for this special sponsored episode of the podcast.
1: Hey, Nick, uh, pleasure to uh, uh, be able to join you. Well, for,
0: for, our, for our listeners who, who might not be intimately familiar with uh, a trade pending, um, please give us some background about the company, what uh, you offer your clients, uh, what exactly do you bring to the industry, and, and how it might be different from, from other service providers.
1: Absolutely. No. So trade pending is slowly, I think, building a really, really well-known brand in our industry. We are uh, not a B2C company, uh, and we were initially kind of, you know, started and capitalized with uh, with much smaller bankroll than some other companies that, uh, that may have been, been, been started. But uh, we, we, we began in 2014. I'd been in the automotive industry for about 10 years. Uh, definitely consider myself kind of a student of the industry, worked for some of the larger vendors in the space, found a love of new product introduction, uh, saw this little area of the world in trade that, that, that really hadn't been focused on, uh, hadn't been touched or innovated in quite some time, and started trade pending really to simplify the, uh, the process of engaging with the consumer about, about their car, what it's worth, uh, and saw huge inadequacies in how we relate. Uh, uh as a dealer to consumers on the value of that asset that that, that car so in 2015 we, we launched our core solution uh which is a, a snap a simple trade-in tool that uses the only retail down zip code centric valuation methodology in the in, in the world which is a which is a mouthful to say we try to bring better data and better information to, to consumers uh, and fast forward Today, that plus three other dealer-facing products, as well as another very uh, successful API product, um, you know, has brought us to, to where we are today. And that little trade-in tool, you know, is is actually uh, uh, number one in, in its kind of product category in our market. So brief, brief story, kind of touching a couple Couple bases there for you.
0: Uh, absolutely, and, and and certainly, as as we're sharing our conversation, it's it's amazing to say it's it's nearly the end of the the first quarter of, of 2022 already, and and certainly this uh, stretch of time has been an exciting juncture for for the company. Uh, if you could, I don't I don't want to steal your thunder, but certainly, it's uh, what's been the the major developments at, at, at trade pending, and and how was the the path to get there.
1: Absolutely, yeah. We just announced prior to NADA our first acquisition of uh, Auto APR, uh, and 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 that's that's the highlight. Uh, the team couldn't be more excited. Uh, let me let me give you a little background on, on on how a small company like Trade Pending is able to grow and, and and be able to achieve you know that type of milestone. So we had success with our valuation methodology in Snap, and rolled out uh, our API uh, in 2016. Uh, today. That API powers a lot of digital retailing tools, I'd say seven of the top 10 in the market by size. Uh, We power uh, chat solutions, just just other engagement. Our whole point to that was to get trade pending data at every touch point that the consumer could imagine, whether on a dealer's website, uh, whether they're looking to buy a car online. And we've been really successful in doing that. That brought us to get to know great companies like AutoAPR, who's been a partner for over almost five years now. Get to know them, uh, that, that, that team, uh, Dan Mayer, the CEO and the founder, uh, a fantastic retailer. He is a dealer at heart who saw problems in his dealerships that then he created a software company around to, to solve, namely around finance. And really the last piece for us was, you know, getting scale as uh, a company uh, to be able to look at inorganic, growth opportunities, i.e. acquisitions such as this. And about 15 months ago, uh, we partnered with a financial sponsor called Cap Street out of Houston, Texas, that's had a large appetite and interest in automotive for some time. It really is a culmination of of a lot of work to get to where we were 15 months ago and a lot of work to get to where we uh, were three weeks ago in closing our our first acquisition of auto APR.
0: Well, congratulations. That that that's wonderful uh news to hear and and, and so glad to, to hear that it's it came together as you uh intended and, and came together at all. That that's so wonderful to hear.
1: It's wonderful when a plan comes together. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Again, uh our special guest for this special sponsored episode of the auto remarketing podcast is Bryce Englert, who is the chief executive officer of Trade Pending mm-hmm. and and Bryce kind of a a, a moniker a, a a marketing phrase that that you and your team uh, have a uh, significant messaging around is is the the, the battle for used car inventory. Uh, a, a phrase that you all are are, are using. Uh, what does this mean in, in trade pending's opinion? How did uh, wh- what's the the background for for that messaging? The battle for used car inventory.
1: Yeah, no, it's uh, certainly something that we we try to preach. You know, because it, it it actually I'd say it's a war. You know, we're in one of many battles. Uh, and the war started many, many years ago. Um, one of the founding kind of principles that uh, uh, or ideas, I guess, that, that, that I came across uh, uh, to, to make the jump and start trade pending was when I studied NADA data literally for a decade and, and saw this, this, this great little pie chart that summarizes how dealers source used vehicles Um, or how they source the ones that they retail at least. And I saw a lot of talk and a lot of innovation around auction, but that has never been more than even a third uh, at most, maybe a quarter of the sources of used vehicles uh, that dealers are able to retail. Um, 65 to 70%, and it's been consistent historically, of used vehicles retailed by franchisors came from trade. And they were passive for years about how to source trades. And so I saw that as an underserved piece of the pie. I saw it as a big risk uh, as dealers undervalued the fact that their used vehicle supply is highly dependent on uh, dealers, uh, uh, I'm sorry, consumers you know, trading for their new or a used vehicle you know, with those dealers. So fast forward, and now we certainly see the battles playing out and no more larger battle than uh, Carvana. In 2017, I think they had an analyst deck that showed less than 10% of the vehicles that Carvana uh, sold uh, to consumers were sourced from consumers. And then last year in 2021, Carvana sourced, I think, over 100% of the vehicles they sold to consumers from consumers. It's a funny stab, but you just got to recognize that means Carvana bought more consumer-owned vehicles than they actually sold. And so, what did Carvana do? They are now at auction. They are now supplying vehicles to other franchise and independent dealers because they've been so successful at increasing the percent of supply of vehicles uh, from consumers. So, wh- who does that hurt, right? You know, who else wants that vehicle? CarMax wants that vehicle. Uh, uh, certainly, uh, other auction houses, they want that vehicle to go through their, uh, uh, their, their processes, their, their platforms. And so, this battle and this really insatiable appetite, you know, for consumer-owned vehicles, you know, is is only going to be increasing over time. We are here to help help dealers. They need tools. They need process. They need a really branded experience uh, that they can stand on top of. Creating a buying center or something like that to be able to compete in this 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 really. Uh, amazingly competitive world and it's not going away
0: it's amazing how how just in in the past few weeks and months that the wholesale market has has changed dramatically uh yeah
1: very quickly yeah i think covid's (laughs) COVID's like accelerated it in so so many ways hasn't it you know but uh um, it's it's fascinating
0: indeed And, and and bryce as you as you articulated to a degree already but and and In this context, in in light of of how how swiftly things have changed, how how should dealers continue to uh, adapt their their sourcing strategies uh, in this context? What what are what are you and your team telling your your dealer clients of of how they can navigate these challenges?
1: Yep. It really does start at 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 just inspecting, you know, your current strategy and how you're engaging with consumers for trade-in ad bats right? That's all you want. You want as many ad bats as you can. If I, Bryce, am considering selling or trading a car, by goodness, you know, um, Nick wants me to consider his Ford store, period. You know, um, so you've got to be in the game. You've got to be taking swings. And today, you know, the most simple way to look at that is your organic website traffic. You know, so, um, you know, we delivered via Snap or trade-in tool, uh, 250,000 trade-in leads just last month. Um, we're the highest conversion t- converting uh, tool, and for so many other reasons, working with large clients, we're able to prove out just you know uh, ample ROI. So take as many at-bats as you can. Make sure your website is ready to engage a consumer and provide an opportunity for your dealership. That's number one. Number two, how many opportunities are out there for a consumer to get a quote-unquote guaranteed offer on their car? right? Uh, we've seen big players acquire other uh, platforms to be able to enable this. So, you know, we are now at a point where I think you're going to have a decoupling of the new car or used car purchase from the trade. So I don't have to trade it, even though there may be financial benefits, tax savings, et cetera. But I may as a consumer now go out and just get four guaranteed offers and see who I want to uh, uh, potentially work with. Um, to to just sell my car outright versus trade it. So dealers have to compete. You know, uh, we regularly talk to our dealers about branded buying centers. It's not powered by a third-party B2C company. It's powered by your own Englert Automotive Group power and brand and name. Our solutions, our tech can help power that. That's what we want to do. So, uh, and, and then really last, you know, dealers need to focus on efficient process when it comes, you know, to trade. Um, how are they engaging not only with those, those, those leads or opportunities where people want to sell the car, but as soon as a consumer steps onto their lot, how do they run a consumer through the final process to ensure that, you know, inspect the vehicle and give them the, uh, you know, the actual cash value of the vehicle that, uh, that they're getting ready to purchase? Uh, there's a lot of inconsistencies there. I think there's a lot of frustration from uh, a lot of good GSMs, uh, a lot of GM, good GMs that know that their people aren't really trained to apply as much consistency with that process. Um, so, you know, there's tons of areas of improvement, you know, and uh, uh, certainly, uh, you know, we see also, uh, you know, other touch points that, that it help dealers out.
0: Again, our special guest for this special sponsored episode of the Auto Remarketing <laughs> Podcast is... Bryce Engler, who is the chief executive officer of Trade Pending. And, and Bryce, you referenced the great acquisition that you made uh, here in recent weeks of, of auto APR. How does that fit uh, into the equation of, of what Trade Pending is looking to offer?
1: Absolutely. And, and, and Nick, your, dog, your new dog, by the way, congratulations. Uh, what, what was his name?
0: uh brinkley thank you brinkley
1: brinkley well he's cheering me on he likes my answers so i'm glad (laughs) i'm glad to have some 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 fans uh auto apr is is really a perfect fit you know so the solution uh as we have seen as an api partner has just steadily grown over the years uh it is incredibly high engagement. Uh, it is uh, uh, an on-website virtual experience where consumers can, can ideally get a quick answer to you know, the really important question, you know, how much can I afford? What would my payment be? Um, and, and doing so you know, not in a full-scale kind of violated environment of, of having to go through a, a, a digitally purchase process or whatever, but, but just quick, simple, very mobile-optimized engagement. And so what we saw, uh, you know, and 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 certainly attracted us to Auto APR. That team understands how to generate monster conversion and engagement. And in that, um, a majority, vast majority of all of the leads and engagements they're they're generating on a dealer's website include trade opportunities. So it was kind of a one-two punch for us. A, we want to be in a position as trade pinning to provide better information between dealers and consumers, kick off great conversations, and B. We're here to help dealers purchase used vehicles and one of the more powerful ways to do that is through the same the, the tools that that auto apr
0: has closing moments here of this special sponsored episode of the auto remarketing podcast featuring bryce engler who is the chief executive officer of trade pending and and Bryce, as as you articulated, it's it's been an exciting journey thus far for for the company, especially in in, in recent weeks and months, as uh, has responded to <laughs> to the changing times that that the industry is is uh, facing nowadays. Just as much as you can share, uh, what's next for trade pending? What what might you and the team have in the pipeline to to help? Uh, your dealer clients even more?
1: Absolutely. Yeah. We've we've got a simple and longstanding uh, kind of equation to our success, which is, you know, great products, you know, plus great people uh, 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 help us grow great customers who are loyal and eager to buy, you know, more from us if uh, we can continue to provide incredibly high ROI. So we've got a pretty massive organic product pipeline, the question is not really uh, of, of, of what should we do, uh, but when should we do it <laughs> and how disciplined should we be at, uh, at launching you know, these. But I've really alluded to the fact, you know, we want to help dealers at, at all touch points possible um, uh, in the store, through service experience. We have a lot of data and our job is to present data to a consumer to feel confident about the next transaction that they're going to have, whether they're selling the car or buying another one. That's really our role. So we, we do hope to accelerate our organic product uh, introductions. We've done about one every two years historically. And I think we can accelerate that and continue to impress our clients, you know, one every 12 months, 18 months or so. But we want to be measured with that and make sure they're very successful. And the number two is the inorganic growth opportunities. So uh, similar to auto APR, you know, it's great to be able to find a team and a piece of tech that just accelerates the opportunity for you, your company, and your dealership partners um, through acquisition and simple integration of that solution. There's a whole slice to our market. And Nick, you know what I'm talking about. When you look at exits that have happened in the last 15 years from entrepreneurs to the big guys, You know, the big publics, the big this, the big that, um, we see a middle market that is thriving and eager for not consolidation, but just, just combination of great assets that can have in meaningful upside for, for, for our dealer clients. Whether you want to call it liquidity or interest or just capital contribution, Trade Pending is here as a really premier brand, not the biggest company, but as a, as a very focused dealership partner that's looking for other solutions uh, to purchase and put into our portfolio. Uh, that that represents great growth opportunities for us and big benefits for dealers. Maybe they wouldn't hear about the solutions unless they heard it from their trade pending sales reps or sales team. So that's our plan. uh, And and we're excited to be where we are and and look forward to uh, talking to you guys more, hopefully uh, 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 even more frequently, too.
0: Absolutely. Again, that's Bryce Englertz, the Chief Executive Officer of Trade Pending here on this special sponsored episode of the Auto Remarketing Podcast. Bryce, thank you again for, for sharing some time and, and congratulations on, on not only all of the recent successes, but but to a, a bright future at Trade Pending. Thank you again for the time.
1: Nick, thank you. And thank you, Bryce.
0: Thanks again. And if you've missed any of our past episodes of the podcast, just go to our website at autoremarketing.com and click on the podcast box to find our library of past episodes. For our fellow hosts, Bill Zadite and Joe Overby, as well as our fantastic executive producer, Matt Rice. I'm Nick Sulovich. We thank you for joining us And we look forward to having you again next time on the Otter Remarketing Podcast.